0: I pray that the words you hear will not be persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God.
1: Hello folks, this is Brother George, and today on Spread the Word Global Ministries is a message entitled, Fully Equipped. The Apostle Paul wrote a beautiful letter to his young companion, Timothy. And he said these two things, and they're both in 2 Timothy, the second letter he wrote. He said, Therefore, if anyone desires himself, cleanses himself from the latter, the topic here is to be cleaned from false doctrine and wicked men. If anyone cleanses, cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel for honor sanctified and useful for the Master, prepared for every good work. The second thing the Apostle Paul said to Timothy, is all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete and thoroughly equipped for every good work. Now, did you get the essence of those two little statements? The Apostle Paul is saying the same thing twice to Timothy in his second letter. He says, Timothy, you are prepared for every good work. He says, Timothy, you are thoroughly equipped for every good work. Now, what do we know about this young man called Timothy? Well, he was a teenager in Lystra in modern Turkey when Paul first met him. He was the son of a Jewish mom and a Greek father and had a believing grandmother. We find this in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5. Paul writes, when I call to remembrance, he says, when I think about you, Timothy, and I remember it, I remember the genuine faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother, Lois, in your mother, Eunice, and i'm persuaded is in you also also in second timothy he said and that from childhood you have known the holy scriptures now that's a compliment from the apostle paul to young timothy now when timothy wrote this letter to paul or rather when paul wrote this letter to timothy he wasn't quite so young but we see that as timothy grew stronger in the lord By following the Apostle Paul and hearing his messages, Timothy became Paul's go-to guy for carrying letters and solving problems. There are three examples of what Paul had Timothy do. Now, the first one, a letter to the Thessalonians, to the church in Thessalonica. Paul writes, Therefore, when we could no longer endure it, We thought it good to be left in Athens alone and send Timothy, our brother and minister of God and our fellow laborer in the gospel of Christ to establish you, the church in Thessalonica, and to encourage you concerning your faith. That was Timothy's task. Verse 6, that same letter says, But now that Timothy has come back to us, and has brought us good news of your faith and love." Timothy went, accomplished the task, and came back and gave a good report to the Apostle Paul. Let's look at Acts chapter 19. Now, we know that it was Luke who wrote Acts, but he's talking about the Apostle Paul. So the Apostle Paul said, "'We sent into Macedonia two of those who minister to him, to Apostle Paul, Timothy and Erastus. It's a compliment that they would say Timothy was qualified enough to minister to the Apostle Paul. The third little statement is to 1 Corinthians. Again, the Apostle Paul is writing to 1 Corinthians and he's talking about Timothy. He says, For this reason I have set Timothy to you, who is my beloved and faithful Son in the Lord, who will remind you of my ways in Christ, as I teach everywhere in every church? So, Timothy's role was to share how the Apostle Paul was living as he traveled throughout the journeys and share it with the church in Corinth. Now, Paul's first letter was written after he was released from two years in prison in Rome. And in the first letter, it was Paul who called Timothy, O man of God. That's a compliment. The second letter to Timothy was written when Paul was back in prison again and just shortly before Paul was put to death. The first letter that says, O man of God, begins chapter 6, verse 11. But you, O man of God, pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, to which you are also called, and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Now, when they were together, Timothy learned and observed the relationship between the Holy Spirit and the Apostle Paul. Timothy observed the Holy Spirit in action, the gifts of the Holy Spirit in operation in the Apostle Paul. Timothy heard the teachings of Paul. Timothy saw the miracles performed through Paul's ministry. Timothy saw the sufferings Paul endured. Timothy traveled with him on good days and bad days. Timothy sat in synagogues as Paul presented Jesus Christ as the Messiah. Beautiful. Here's a comment. When Timothy wrote to Philippians, I mean, uh, Paul wrote to Philippians about Timothy. It's chapter 2, verse 19. He's writing to the Philippians. He's speaking about Timothy, and he says, But I trust in the Lord to send Timothy to you, shortly, that I may be encouraged when I know your state. He says, For I have no one like-minded who will sincerely care for your state. For all seek their own, not the things which are of Christ. But you know his proven character. You know Timothy's proven character, Paul says, that as a son with his father, he served with me in the gospel. Therefore, I hope to send him at once. Now, I want you to look at this from the view that God was intimately involved in preparing Timothy to complete the good works that were asked of him. God had been intimately involved in preparing us for good works, and it's not of ourselves. Any good works that we think he wants us to do but are not of God do not please him. They lead to death, for the word says the wages of sin is death. Our goal is to be pleasing to our Father, to do his will. Timothy had the same situation. Now, the essence of this message is that you are a Timothy. You are fully equipped to take on any task God sends you, you are fully prepared to accomplish no matter how big the obstacle is you are fully equipped to do what god has called you to do and to finish it whether you are a man or a woman whether you are young or old god has a calling on your life today you take on the character traits of timothy you take on the character traits of that young man that Paul poured so much into. Now, the Word of God is what you have. Paul had revelations from Jesus Christ. You have the Word of God. Read it. Study it. Gain from it the, the idea that you are fully equipped. How do you get fully equipped like Timothy? To complete any task the Holy Spirit calls you to? Well, look. let's look at What the Apostle Paul said to three churches along this line, it's going to answer the question. And the people are the church. Remember, not the building, not the name on the building, the people who reside there and call it their place of worship. They are the church. Colossians chapter 1, Paul says, that you, the church, may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. That's what your challenge is. Be fruitful in every good work, pleasing and increasing in the word and knowledge of God. Philippians, Paul writes, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, of the church that gathers in Philippi, he says, being confident of this very thing, that he which is, who has begun a good work in you will complete it, will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ's return. Every, everything making sense that you are fully equipped. Let's go to 2 Thessalonians, the church in Thessalonica. Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father Comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and every good work. That's your task. Just open your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ and He will fill you so full that you will be more than prepared. You will be fully prepared. How do you become a child of God like Timothy? How do you get to a point where you're called a man of God, or a woman of God? Well, let's go back to the beginning of the church. Remember that day of Pentecost? 120 came down the stairs out into the courtyard when the Holy Spirit was poured out on them. And they said, the, the observer said, well, these guys must be drunk. Peter stood up and said, no. And then he gave a long discourse. So i want to look at the last verse of his explanation. Peter said, therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made this Jesus whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. And then the men said, when the men heard this, they were cut to their heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? So Peter said, repent. Now there's two steps to repenting, repenting of your sins and repenting of your view of who Jesus Christ really is. We have sometimes a view that he's the man that walked along the shore of Galilee, walked along the Jerusalem roads, down by the Jordan River. We repent of that because our view of Jesus has to be like the Father's view. This is the Son of God. This is this precious Son of God who died on the cross. That's our view, repent of the wrong view, and be baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the Holy Spirit. There's the answer. The Holy Spirit in you after you repent and are baptized, believing in the name of Jesus Christ, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For this promise is to you and your children and to all who are far off as many as the lord our god will call them. he's calling you today and he's equipping you to be like timothy in jesus name amen
0: you've been listening to a message from spread the word global ministries right, dear? if you'd like more information you can contact us at info at Spread org or info at Spread org or through our website at www.spreadthewordglobalministries.org. org. Our phone number is 587 377 7745. Thank you. Bye for now.